0: All right, welcome to the B Money Podcast. We are here today with Alex Drexler for the varsity goalie. Alex, it's, it's truly an honor to have you on here today. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. All right, first off, I want to start off by congratulating you for for your accomplishment with Missouri goalie with Missouri goalkeeper of the year. How did it feel when you when you heard that you got that award?
1: Uh, honestly, I was a little surprised. You know, uh, with the way the season ended, going out so early in districts like that, I knew that it was you know it's really big. Uh, postseason where they make those awards off of. So, uh, you know, not going very deep kind of worried me about my chances of that. So I was a little surprised, but obviously happy. You know, Willis texted me and was like, man, I'm, you know, doing backflips around the house right now. So I was, you know, excited to hear that because last year I was second team. So to be the goalkeeper of the year this year was really awesome.
0: Nice. What do you think led up to that accomplishment of winning this award?
1: Um, I think just all the years of hard work, obviously. I've been playing soccer since I've been, I don't even know, super, super little. So, you know, I've always played club and been playing at the highest level I can. And, you know, the group of guys around me has always pushed me to become better. So,
0: yeah. What year did you choose to start playing soccer? Um, I honestly
1: do not know. I was probably like four, so quite a while ago, 2010 or 12 maybe. So, yeah, my dad actually – asked me if I wanted to play for uh, a guy that he was working with. So that's kind of how I started off playing in like a small fan league. And then it kind of just took off from there. So your
0: dad kind of pushed you to play at that age?
1: Uh, I don't even know if it was like pushing. He was kind of just like, hey, this, you know, this guy I'm working with has got an opportunity to, you know, he's coaching a team if you want to play. So and I was like, yeah, why not? I'll give it a shot. So, you know, I, the first practice they were like, oh, what's your name? And what position do you play? And of course, you know, I didn't know anything about soccer at that point, but I had watched it a little bit, but I uh, decided that I wanted to be the goalie and I I jokingly say that's the worst mistake of my life, but you know, I love it. So <laughs> that's what I do.
0: Why did you first feel that way about goalie? Um,
1: I, So my favorite players were always the goalies and you know, I've always been big. So people, will, you know, that joke about, oh, you should be the goalie. So. I guess it was already in my head that I should be the goalie before I even started playing. So when I got there, I was kind of just like, you know, why not give it a shot? I'm young. Uh, if it doesn't work out, I still got time to, you know, choose a different position. But it's obviously has been working out pretty good for me so far.
0: If it wasn't goalie, did you have a secondary position that you wanted to play?
1: At the time, no. Um, but now looking back, I probably would have either played center back or striker just because of my size. And, you know, I'm not really – The most skilled player on the field with my feet so you know some other positions where that is required would not have suited me very well so i think i'm definitely best where i'm at right now
0: all right is um when you were younger like you said earlier was there a player that you looked up to a lot or 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 a team that you watched a lot of soccer uh,
1: yeah, so <clears throat> the person that I still look up to, who still plays actually, plays in the German Bundesliga. He plays for Bayern Munich, Manuel Neuer. He's like my biggest idol. He's the goalkeeper for them. Uh, he plays on the German national team and all that. And he's got a whole bunch of records and, you know, throughout the soccer world. So um, I started looking up to him early on and really have ever since. So he's kind of the guy that I look up to every single time. I'm always following them and His performances and watching his stuff, so yeah, that's my my idol, I guess.
0: Why was he your idol at that time? Most,
1: Um, I honestly didn't know much about. Like I said, I didn't know much about soccer, so I only knew about a couple teams, and his team just happened to be one of them. So, and he was the starter at the time, and he that was when he was kind of in his prime, so he was really breaking all the records at that point. So, you know, I was like, all right, you know, that's this guy must be pretty good to look up to. So that just kind of (laughs) stuck.
0: Did you try to perfect some of his moves that you've that you seen him perform?
1: Yeah, I did, actually. So he's got um, a lot of social media presence, so he posts a lot of his, like, training videos and stuff like that. And it's not necessarily, like, him coaching, but it's just, like, watching him train, if that makes sense. So, like, you know, just the way he plays is very distinct. He's really good with his feet and distributing. So uh, I've kind of tried to, you know, build my game around that. Obviously, it's not perfect. His level is just ridiculous but um you know watching him as much as i can to try to obviously be like him
0: nice so um, whoops what bro so what are so what are professional teams do you watch a lot of do you like to watch
1: um i watch a lot of the mls so that's the league here in the united states um so obviously we're getting the new team Uh, I guess it's 2024. It's coming up. So the St. Louis City, I'll be following them quite a bit. But uh, recently, the team over in Kansas City, Sporting Kansas City, um, I used to play for Sporting. So they kind of had an affiliation with that team. And, you know, uh, when we went over there to play a tournament or something, we would usually go to one of their games. And, you know, those kind of just the only team I knew, really. So I always followed them. And I still do not not as much anymore, because we're getting that new team. So I've been trying to keep up on, uh, you know, what they're doing here in St. Louis, because I say, care more about St. Louis than Kansas City, but, uh, yeah.
0: Is that, the, is, that your, is that your goal to play for that team, St. Louis City team for soccer?
1: Yeah, I would love to. Um, actually, they gave me an opportunity to play for their youth academy team, I guess, um, going into my sophomore year, so two years ago now. Um And I was kind of in like a weird spot in my career of, okay, I started varsity as my freshman year here. And, you know, I'm going to nationals with my club team, so I'm in like a really good spot. And they offered me that spot, and it was their first year, so I turned it down um, just because I wasn't really sure what it was going to be about. And I didn't want to give up high school because if you go and play for them, it's like a 10-month season professional – I mean professional environment, so I wouldn't be able to play – Club soccer, soccer for Northwest, any other sports like that. So, I just honestly wasn't ready to give that up at the moment. So, you know, obviously it'd be my goal to um, go back and play for them eventually, but just that timing at the moment then was not perfect for me. But See, I would love to eventually.
0: So, you didn't want to go all in and, and did not work out and was everything kind of?
1: Yeah, that, that is my goal. You know, right now, obviously, I would like to go to college just so I have a backup plan. It's, you know, in case I get hurt or something doesn't work out like that. But uh, anywhere, um, anywhere professional that would be willing to have me, I'd be be willing to play.
0: <laughs> what colleges have you have you been getting offers from a lot lately?
1: Um, I'm not necessarily getting offers right now. I'm still, I'm a little behind in my process, honestly. If you know, if I'm being completely honest, so I'm uh, reaching out. That's my where I'm at right now. I've basically reached out to anybody in the Midwest and anywhere honestly like i'm completely open on where i want to go i don't know what i want to study so i don't really know where to look that's kind of where i'm at so i'm reaching out i've got a couple things back from uh i guess slew and maryville are the two people that i've been really talking to recently but you know i'm trying to go anywhere i can like i keep saying so
0: so we're gonna go back a little bit. So, why do you gravitate so what do you think you you, you gravitated towards playing goalie instead of any other position like striker or another position you mentioned earlier? Uh,
1: the big thing when I was little is I wasn't a big runner. And obviously so that's a big part of soccer its running. So you know, in goal, I'm not really doing a whole lot of running. It's that kind of short burst of energy. And also, like I said, um, I'm not the greatest on the ball with my feet and I don't really have to use my feet all that much in goal. So, yeah, you know, that was kind of an easy decision for me there. And they always said, um, you know, you're big, why not throw you in the net? So, obviously, I t- cover a lot of ground and, yeah.
0: So, coaching-wise, which coach or player do you credit as teaching the most about the game? Um,
1: <clears throat> let's see. So, I'm trying to think. My goalie trainer from back in when I was really <clears throat> little, um, Steve Major. He recently passed, but um, he was the goalie coach at Summit. I know that. Um trying to think if he did anywhere else but he I can, really can't remember what he did but yeah he, he was some sort of professional trainer somewhere um, so he really knew what he was talking about and early on obviously it was kind of pretty raw on the skill set so he really taught me you know kind of what I what my strengths were and what I needed to work on in the game and help build like that base of the skills and then you know I kind of just took off from there with all the stuff that, you know, I started playing for the club, and that all helps out.
0: So he so. so played a big impact in where you're at now?
1: Yes, 100%. And then so his kind of successor, I should say, uh, Sean Clancy, is the same deal, you know, goalie trainer at Summit and Maryville. So that's also the kind of the guy I've been talking about uh, with the college coaches at Maryville is this goalie trainer. So he's, he's we kind of have a weird relationship, you know, uh, We have that personal level because he's my trainer, but he's also kind of like at you know looking at him from the college level, like hey, we kind of want you to come here, but I also want to like help you go wherever you can go. So yeah, but uh, he kind of took after Steve and followed in his footsteps. You know, Steve put that base down, and Sean kind of just helped me build on that. And you know, still to this day, I talk to him, you know, very frequently and go train with him and all that stuff. So So
0: yes, see, he kind of follows you a little bit.
1: Yeah, totally, and you know, obviously, um, <clears throat> you know, they're right down the road. So if we're playing close or even playing them, he's there, you know, very involved and stuff like that. So yeah.
0: So what was your reaction when you hit when you hit, when you first hit high school when Willis told you that you were a starting goalie for varsity?
1: I was uh, definitely put back. Um, obviously, as a freshman. You know, you're not really expecting to make varsity, especially with I think there was at least one person that was a junior that year. So, you know, you're kind of going in. I had going in. I had the mindset of, okay, I'll probably start JV this year because there's an older guy ahead of me. And, you know, that's just kind of usually how it works and what you think. But I guess I had a good enough summer that year and, you know, they saw enough in me to put their trust in me, which you know, obviously was awesome. But uh, I was a little surprised, you know, but didn't really know, I didn't really have many words for him, honestly. You know, he told me and I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to really prepare for that. Like, you know, that's kind of, that's a big step up, you know, being 14 and playing against guys that are, you know, four years older than you on the varsity level. So, yeah.
0: So were kind of going in and not wanting to step on, on on anybody's toes, really, I'm guessing? Um, I don't know.
1: I've always kind of been the enforcer on the field, honestly. You know, that's kind of my job back there is I see everything. so you know, I kind of have to direct the whole field and that's kind of always been my job. So I, I wasn't really necessarily worried about stepping on anybody's toes, but I guess my delivery had to change a little bit just because, you know, if you say something wrong, I guess someone could take it as, oh, you know, you're just the freshman. What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about or whatever. But, uh, you know, Willis and Jarnigan really helped me through that a lot. You know, like that was the first thing Jarnigan told me. was like, you know, you're the guy back there. You know what you're talking about. Like, do not worry about when anybody else says. You're not stepping on anybody's toes. It doesn't matter who you're talking to. You know, just say what you have to say, if it's wrong, we'll fix it. If you're right and they, you know, don't agree with you, then we'll also fix that, too. So, you know, I guess it was a little worried at first, but, you know, it all worked out really nice.
0: So they help keep you in line to not, like, overthink anything, really?
1: Yeah, definitely. And they still do that to this day, you know, even after three years of experience. And now I still, you know, sometimes i got to smack me back in line a little bit. So... <laughs>
0: So what did it feel like your first freshman game? What did that feel like being in being in the net and, and about to play? Uh,
1: you know, again, pretty nervous, obviously. Like I said, you know, I'm four years younger than some of these guys. Um, I actually, I do remember that game. I made one save that game. So we, we were playing Union, out at Union. So it was an away game. So that was a completely, you know, new experience for me, riding the bus down there with the guys and all that stuff. But uh We had some guys that year. I guess Hayden Hatley is the one that comes to mind to me um, who really calmed me down. Like, it was like, you're good. You know, we got you. You got a solid group of guys around you, and we're going to fight for you this game. And they really did that. The starting back line that game gave up nothing again. Like I said, I had to make one save. So, like, you know, the guys around me really helped me settle into that game. You know, the first play of the game, we got some weird foul at the top of the box, and it was like kind of a fluky play that, you know, kind of, Pull me on my heels a little bit, but, you know, I settled in quick enough, I guess, and, yeah, I got a shutout that first game. It was was a good feeling.
0: So how did it feel, though, like, and was like a big celebration? Like, what did it feel like at the end of that game?
1: Honestly, it was kind of just another game, you know. There wasn't a whole lot of, you know, there was some high fives, pats on the back from the guys, you know, good win, good first shutout and all that good stuff, but it was just kind of like, Okay, that's the first game. You know, we got a, a lot more work to do. We've got better opponents coming up and, you know, plenty more things to work on. So, you know, good work in this one, but you know, we gotta keep getting better. So
0: So how much work did you put in behind the scenes to get to that to get to the level you're at now?
1: Um, quite a bit, honestly. I mean, like I said, the club soccer. I'm out at Creve Corps three or four nights a week with the club soccer team practicing out there and traveling all around the country to you know play the games with them and stuff. And going back to the the goalie trainers, like, you know, if I don't have any club soccer practices, I'll go and practice with them just to kind of keep the, you know, the goalie part of my game um, sharp. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of work goes into it, obviously, like anything else. So,
0: How much of that work do you put in by yourself?
1: Um, yeah, It's honestly, for my position, it's really hard to do things by yourself. You know, you kind of need someone there – to either serve a ball or like correct your positioning or something like that. So like, it's more like one-on-one. That's how I would explain it. So it's not necessarily by myself. Like it's up to me to go out and get that help or whatever, but it's like with somebody.
0: Who, So who or what is your biggest motivation for, for your future soccer career?
1: I guess it's just my parents, honestly. I mean, they, they're the crazy people up on the stands no matter if it's you know negative four or 106 up in the you know up there, they're always up there and they're always telling me you know my every, before every game my dad tells me he's like stop what you can if one goes in you know so be it just keep playing or whatever so they're always in that got me in that mindset of you know it doesn't really matter what happens we're gonna be proud of you no matter what you know we want the best success for you but you know whatever that looks like is kind of up to me so they're kind of you know, kept me motivated to just keep doing what I do and strive for the you know, the best possible thing for myself.
0: So they've always been your biggest supporters no matter what.
1: Yeah, definitely have. Like I mean, like I said, there are you know, if it's I think the funny example I always think of there's one game we were playing out somewhere in like Indiana and it's <laughs> sleet coming down sideways and it's just absolutely miserable out there. And there's no other parents um, sitting on the sidelines. They're all sitting in their car, like behind the field, you know, with the heat on or whatever. And there's my mom and dad sitting out there by themselves with their umbrella all bundled up. So like, they're definitely the biggest supporters of me.
0: How hard was that game to play in the, in the cold weather?
1: Oh, it's miserable. Like, I think once you get going, your body is kind of used to it. But for me, my hands get so cold. And, you know, obviously, I got to catch the ball. So I feel like I got bricks in my gloves back there. And you know, people are always joking, like, oh, aren't your goalie gloves warm? And they are not at all. I mean, they're they're meant to keep you cool. So the wind and the rain and whatever just whips right through it. And, like, my hands get cold. And, you know, I can't catch the ball, obviously. That's an issue. So I started doing a, a little trick that I found. You put, like, rubber, um, like, surgical gloves on, you know, like the thin plastic ones underneath of it. So, you like, your hands don't get bulky, but it, like, blocks the wind a little bit. So that's what I try to do to stay warm back there, but it's sometimes it's just so miserable. You can't keep your hands or your feet warm, and yeah, it's just bad.
0: So, how do you prepare? So, how do I? Like, so how would a younger athlete prepare for that type of game, though, when it's that hard?
1: Um, I think honestly, it's just play in it. You know, um, you are going to have to play in it eventually. Rain, hot, cold, all that good stuff. So, like, don't be that guy that doesn't go to practice. <clears throat> because it's raining or something like that, you know, or if you're on a club team that cancels because it's raining, you're probably not in the best spot because like my club team, we practice it unless the park is closed. It's like, that's, you know, cause you're going to have to play in it. So why not? You know, so just be out in it get used to it and bundle up if you need to, you know, a lot of refs, the refs are cold too. So, you know, if you're wearing something extra layers, they don't really care most of the time. So be used to it, get out in it.
0: What type of role model do you consider yourself to younger athletes that are younger than you?
1: Um, I think people always tell me that they look up to me. You know, um, they always say that I'm not someone to look up to on the field only, but off the field also. You know, obviously I'm pretty good in the classroom or whatever. So people are always asking me about that and looking up to me. And um, people ask me a lot of questions. Honestly, like I feel like that's just something that I've always, you know, been on. Uh, someone that's possible to ask questions to, you know, just because I help anybody through anything. So
0: So you're always the supporter for them and they always like to come to you.
1: Yeah. I try to be, I feel like, um, if I'm supporting people, you know, they, uh, return the favor and they'll come out and support you. So, you know, if you're helping somebody, obviously they're going to want to help you back because you built that relationship with them. And I think that's an awesome part about the sports that we have, especially here, you know, um, the younger guys they'll come out and ask you something and you'll help them out with something then you'll see them up in the stands on you know friday night because you know you help them out so i'm going to come out and support you and i think that's just awesome
0: so how do you think basketball and volleyball has benefited you as a goalie in soccer just in general
1: um i think basketball especially helps keep me in shape um and then they both kind of help the footwork and the athleticism part of it. Obviously for a goalie, you got to be quick on your feet and, you know, being six, seven, I'm in theory, not very quick on my feet, but um, I think basketball especially has really helped the footwork aspect of my game. Um, You know, just to kind of stay athletic. is what my coach always said. So yeah, keep me in shape and keep me athletic and keep me moving fast back there.
0: So, you, so did you play them because you enjoyed them a lot, or was it more of the training part of, for soccer?
1: I started off um, playing them because I liked them so much. Um, my mom actually played volleyball, so that's what got me into it at first. But, uh, yeah, and then as I got older, I kind of realized, like, okay, soccer's my main thing at this point. I kind of maybe need to back off on the basketball and the volleyball a little bit. So I don't really do – much like training for basketball or volleyball like I would do for soccer. I kind of just use those, those seasons, you know, as an off-season for soccer. But obviously, you know, like I said, to keep me, keep me active and ready for soccer season when it comes back around.
0: All right. All right. So, what things do you think that benefited you playing basketball and um, volleyball? What, what, how, how does it benefit you in soccer, primarily? Uh,
1: I think it helps with the you know the athleticism part of the game. Obviously, both those sports are really big on like the footwork and the, So, you know, obviously in goal, being quick on your feet is really good, especially for me since I'm six you eight, know, so a little slow might be getting up and down. So, basketball especially helps me with that. You know, um, also keeps me in shape a lot obviously basketball is getting up and down the court a whole lot so um you know going back to soccer season being super in shape from basketball definitely helps a lot and then it's just like kind of helped me center my body a little bit more so I feel more you know I don't know they always laughed at me and said I was the baby giraffe out there you know uncoordinated or whatever but both those sports have definitely helped with that just with the you know athleticism and footwork part of it a lot so
0: do you have a lot of, like, the same people that you play sports with in all in all three of those?
1: Um, honestly, I think it's really three different groups of guys. Um, for soccer, I don't, there's nobody on the soccer team that plays basketball. Um, <clears throat> every year, one or two might go play volleyball for, like, the first time or whatever. But it's, you know, it's kind of weird, you know, going from one group of guys to another for every sport, you know. So, uh, you yeah, know, it's nice. I like it to be able to, you know, to, you get a lot of the different sides of the school for different sports and stuff. Because, you know, a lot of the basketball guys also play baseball and football. It's a big thing. But, like, the soccer guys, usually soccer is their only sport that they play. So, like, you kind of get that, you know, that all well-rounded people. And, you know, it's nice having that different groups.
0: Yeah, so you're not too – see kind of, like – you're kind of like on like one group of guys sometimes you, you're you on the same group together, but you're, but you're always with like, with like a whole different group of guys in each, each of your sports. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I feel like, you know, you kind of can carry things over from those different groups and bring that back to your other sport. And I think that's really, you know, really good about
0: that. <sighs> All right, so what made you want to even start playing basketball and volleyball in the first place? Was there like a fan member of yours that you played that played?
1: Um, for volleyball, my mom was the one that got me into it. She would have played volleyball in college, but um, last minute didn't, didn't work out for her. But, you know, she was a good player in high school. She's a two-time state champion at Borgia. So, you know, um, I originally started playing because of her, just because she was actually coaching me um, back in, like, elementary middle school. But uh, basketball, it was kind of just, you know, why not? Why not play it? also? You know, you're tall, go play basketball. That's always the message you kind of get. And there was no really motivation behind it. I just kind of started playing it and kind of stuck with it.
0: Nice. Was it kind of different when your, mom, when your mom was coaching you at that time in volleyball, or were you, were you too young to notice?
1: Um, yeah, I was probably too young to notice. I mean, obviously, like, she was kind of – having to drive me around anyway so her being there didn't really make much of a difference and honestly she wasn't really like that she wasn't the head coach or anything like that so we had we had like four coaches and it was all moms on the team and we knew everybody so it was like you know everyone was kind of a head coach or whatever but she was never really like the huge part in the coaching so it was kind of just like she was there to help out but it was you know I was probably too young to even realize that she was even there or what she was really doing so
0: so what college for soccer is your is your dream college they to go to when you graduate? My dream
1: college would probably be Indiana. Uh, you know, it's close enough to home. Geronemeyer's giving me a terrible look from the front of the room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: close enough to home, but, like, you know, still far enough away to get that college experience. And their soccer program is just, like, super prestigious. Every year they're in the tournament and go super deep and, you are favorites to win it almost every year, so I'd um, be really nice to go there. But anywhere at this point, I'm willing to go to. So,
0: what intrigues you about Indiana that makes you want to go there? That you want to go there for? Um,
1: I don't even really know, just uh, the big college atmosphere about it, and you know, they're. Um, good at all their other sports. So I feel like, you know, having not just that one sport up, you know, a lot of schools are like a basketball school or a football school. I feel like Indiana's kind of got all of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, close enough to home, but still far enough and big enough to get the full college experience. Okay. I think that's all, man. Thank you
0: so much. Appreciate it. That's
1: awesome. Thank you.